We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, this is a series. We're right in the middle of it on motherhood. And I'm trying to encourage you, all of the mothers out there, I hope that you will keep going, keep growing, keep investing in the home. It's so important. And grandmothers, you know, the mothers, the grandmothers, the women in our lives make such a difference. And we seek the Lord and we pray for those kids. I'm I'm still praying for my kids, and they're not kids anymore. I'm praying for my grandson. I'm praying for all of our family, and and God hears. He sees the cry of your heart. He knows you. He knows the prayers that you have for your family, and he will answer us. So we're talking about motherhood. I hope you will enjoy part three of A Mother's Way, Leading with Love. I think about when I was a child, my mom one year, she planted this huge garden. In my mind, it was the size of the stage, and it probably was. On the end of the garden, she planted every color zinnia imaginable. And I remember as a child catching fireflies. We would catch them in jars. We would make them into nightlights. We would let them die in our rooms, and they smelled really bad. <laughs> I don't, my, my mom was a saint, really. I don't know why she let us bring these fireflies into the house. But I just remember looking at all the colors of the zinnias. You know, mom creates an atmosphere. As a child, we could play. We were free. We, we could create. We could imagine. We, we enjoyed nature. These are important things. And mom creates these spaces for children to be children so that they can just grow in the safety and the nurture. That, that is part of mom's role. It's the atmosphere. So moms cheer you forward. And moms love over things, over stuff. The material things in the world, they don't matter. Moms know it's not about that. It's about the love that's in your heart. It's about the love that you pass on. You know that same furniture set? So my sister and I got a, a tub of double bubble. You know the one you get at Sam's Club? We, we, a tub. And we decided to chew it all in one week. And we would, we would literally, I know, it is possible. And, and so Carson to this day still brings me double bubble to my office. It's a, it's a vice. It is a bad vice. But we would chew the bubble gum, and then we would stick it on the headboard of that bedroom set. And over time, then the varnish comes off. We literally destroyed that bedroom set. I mean, the footboard and the headboard. And I think back on it now how, how my parents probably scraped together to buy us that nice bedroom suit, you know? But, but my mom's love was more important than the things. 
We didn't have to have a lot of things. It's not about the stuff. You know, love is stronger than the stuff. There, there's a grandson in our church, and he's a Marine. His name is Clifton. And when he was a little boy, his mom taught him to do this, which means I love you in sign language. And so growing up, they always did this and they did this. And then at his Marine Corps graduation, the mom is in the stands, and she's looking out. All she can see is a sea of shaved heads. And Clifton turns around, breaks rank, and does this. And he says, I'll break rank to tell my mom I love her any day. You know, even the toughest guys, they need to know the love of a mother in their heart. That is what kept him going. And he didn't even care if he got in trouble. (laughs) They're supposed to be standing perfectly. Moms know it's not about the stuff. It's not about chasing the stuff. The stuff's going to come and go. The toys are going to break. The bedroom sets are going to get ruined. But the love of a mother can stay in your heart for the rest of your life. That is our challenge. And to lead is to love. This is such a powerful thing. You know, moms, they have a high standard. They have a high calling. And they lead. I want to show you a a really cute little thing. We have a new set of animals at our house. And I have a picture of our latest little lamb. (laughs) Is she cute? So I named her Daisy, and her mom's name is Dahlia. I'm going through the flower family right now, naming my new pets. But Pastor Doyle's been the one getting them in and out, and I had to wrangle them. I probably smell like a barn this morning. I was like, you guys, I have to go to church. You have to get in the barn. And they, they, they nip at you, and they play with you. They think they're dogs. But anyway, this is the latest addition to the family, little Daisy. And it's so fun to watch her mother because the the donkey, oh goodness. So we have a Jerusalem donkey named Olive. Very cool. She has a cross on her back and she's pregnant. And she's the most, the one with the most personality. And so Olive tries to pick on the new baby. And yesterday was the first time that the baby and the mom had ever been outside because we'd kept them in a stall, just the two of them, so they could bond. And I wasn't quite sure if I could trust the donkey with the new baby. But when I went to church, I let them out, and I was watching them for a while. And so the donkey is trying to, like, kick and, and nuzzle and do all this stuff and mess around with the baby. But the mom is so awesome, and she just... Gently nudges the baby, protects the baby, watches over the baby. It's so pure. It's so beautiful. And that's what God, that's a picture of how God designed us. That is his plan for us. To lead is to love. So your protection, it provides the purity, mom. Mom, you are the filter. This is the filter. And don't ever be ashamed of the word of God. But your protection of your family is what provides purity for them. It says in Proverbs 19, 18, discipline your children while there is hope. Otherwise, you will ruin their lives. You know, in Kenya, one of the nationwide discussions is about modesty. And they say that modesty there is that your skirt should be below your knee. I think about that. You know, we live in a culture, don't we? We have to function in the culture that we're in. But we've come so far from even just basic modesty and teaching our children just basic modesty. That's important. 
We must discipline them. We're going to ruin them. You can't even enjoy them without it. It says in Luke 1.27 that to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David, the virgin's name was Mary. Mary had a really high calling. She had a high standard of purity, and God was able to use her. And it was her purity that she passed on to her children. In Mark 10, 6 to 9, it says, from the beginning of creation, God. We could stop there. He made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother, and you could even give the first whole year to just focusing on being one and the happiness of your home. To leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let man not separate. You know, we need to train with biblical standards. I don't know what's happened, but we've come so far from this. We are teaching our children things that are not biblical. And we're even going so far as to try to alter their hormones. You know, I've, I've come through breast cancer, and some of the treatments alter your hormones. I can't imagine putting a 9, a 14-year-old, a 12-year-old through that kind of treatment. We should be ashamed. We need to lament. We need to pray. These are our kids. And you know, if that is something that you are struggling with, You need to seek the comforting, mothering side of God. He will meet you in that. He will care for you. He will help you. But we cannot relax the standards. We have to lecture. We need to actually take the time to train and to teach our children what the Bible says. There are not extras. You know, some families, they want to have the mom and the dad and the kids, and then they want to have extras, extra people. It won't work. This is very common. It's not going to make, your family will be destroyed. We have to listen to the Lord. We can't be embarrassed of his word. We have to pray for the kids of Galloway. We have to pray for the kids of Hilliard. You know, there's a pregnant man emoji. This is ridiculous. God says there is male and there is female. And when I think about it, there's a place of reverence. There's a place of honor. There's a place of saying, God, You are greater and I am less. You are more and I am less. You are king and I am not. He's the decider. And mothers teach children the fear of the Lord, the respect of God. You know, I, I watched the coronation and there was one moment that was very precious to me. And a little boy came out to the king and it's right around communion time. And you know what he said to the king? He said, your majesty... I come presenting this to you in the name of the king of kings. In the name of the king of kings. And there is, God is the king of kings. And he gets to pick. And he gets to choose. And if we will honor him in that. And if we will train and teach our children in that. It will provide the protection and the safety and the security that they need. And that is part of our role. We cannot abdicate that. We cannot give that up. That is our responsibility. That is our biblical responsibility.
You cannot quickly chuck the Bible because the price will be too dire if we do that. That's true. We cannot, as moms, as grandmas, we have to tell the truth of God's word to our children, and we have to pass that on to them. Don't compromise. Don't cave to the pressures of this world. We're to be salt. We're to be light. We're to be hope. We're to be set apart. We're we're a royal priesthood. We're to be different than the world. And God's standards are holy and perfect and beautiful. And so we have to pass those on. I, I challenge you in that and to pray those in for you and for those you love and for your family these days that we live in are challenging. But you can do it, Mom. You can do it, Grandma. I pray that you will be strong and courageous and bold and that you will love those kids, that you will pray for those kids and sit around the table in the home. It's so important. Go to Jennifer Jackson. Dot com to hear the previous episodes. We did two other episodes and one to go. I hope you'll go to jenniferjackson.com. And while you're there, send me an email. Tell me, what are you enjoying about the show? What are, is there something that you want to learn about or want to hear about? Let me know. Send me an email or even get a copy of Simply Joy, my book. For a donation of any amount, I will send you a copy of Simply Joy, Rain or Shine. And that's at jenniferjackson.com. Let's connect today.